Welcome to Epic Loot Radio. Uh, my name is Brian, and joining me in the co-host chair, Kirk the Gamer from What's New Video Games. We're back after having a nice little holiday break. We've been running this podcast. The goal is every other week here on Mondays. And today we got a lot of video game news, reviews, and so much more to discuss. I know Kirk and I have been playing a lot of the same games you've been stepping into, and I think that's probably the best way to start off today's podcast with both reintroduce yourself because this is our second uh episode of us teaming up and uh and then let's talk about some lines of p man oh yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get straight into that nice right into Um, it right into it yeah i i'm uh i'm kirk i run a channel uh called what's new video games which is basically focused on like covering games like as a small media outlet so i've done some some reviews here and there i did a review on the crew motorfest that kind of blew up and i did a review Mm, that uh you know was kind of like a a weird uh, work to game partnership, I guess, for a new JRPG Eternites that just came out, which may not be what you're expecting. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Brian's sort of bringing me into the fold a little bit, uh, yeah. he, he gradually. You know, he's trying to trying to test my metal a little bit, but uh, yeah, got some stuff going on there. And then we have the Twitch channel as well, which primarily I've been doing Marvel Snap up to this point, but we've got nice. the first Descendant yeah. coming out this week, beta. And I know that the audience here for Work to Game and over on Ginger Prime big into those sort of MMOs oh, yeah, yeah. and MMO light type games. So that might be one to pay attention to. We'll see. Yeah. First Descendant, let's just actually, I know I said Liza P, but like you brought up First Descendant. I think that's actually a really good discussion because they're opening up their uh, cross play uh, beta test. I don't know why they're calling it that. Like, just call it a reg- Like, well, why is it called they- the cross play beta? They had a, an actual beta. So one of the things that frustrates me about gaming, you know, is that when you see a marketing push called a beta, because development wise, it's like, no, 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 there's still like a beta is about gathering information and making changes. And the first descendant did a beta uh, last uh, last fall. And a lot of the feedback came in like, hey, it's lacking this, it's lacking that. And then they went silent. And here they are a year later now with a crossplay beta uh, and no yet release date, which I would assume that we're going to be looking at 2024 for this game's official release, unless I missed an announcement. They have today. claimed this year. Ooh. Um, it's been one of those open-ended things where it's a September. you know it's, it's like <laughs> se- it's like semi non-committal. You know, like yeah. it would like they put themselves in a position where it would be very easy for them to be like, uh, actually, it got pushed out of this year, guys. Yeah. They, all all their marketing and stuff has been like later this year, but very, very vague in terms of like what? when it's actually going to come out. So that makes me nervous because no matter what, launching a, like a new game, new IP in the like window of what is to come this year alone. I like, think if they can make December, it would be very good for them. December's um, still they, a tough, tough month of release, like from a you know support perspective. But you're right. Like if. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. Have, yeah. Yeah. If they can have nothing else that's really like 
taken anybody's attention, it could end up. Well, like- they're also in South Korea, so I don't. Um, I have no idea what the demographic of like ob- observant Christians, you know, that would be uh, uh, practicing, you know, Christmas the small there. Christmas, pe- like, all right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I have no idea. It could be a, a giant metric of the population. I am genuinely ignorant about that. But uh, I, I think December would be a good window for them, especially with yeah. we got some release dates for like January, February yeah. this past week that are like some solid bangers, Big. including Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy so, uh, re- uh, Rebirth. Yeah, they need to get that game yeah. out uh in like early december you know compete against uh that's frontiers of pandora and that's about yeah. it because that's and, your uh, excellent point because like y- y- december is maybe your window or like march or april like because well they want they want to the get as much of a, a time slot as possible so if they can yeah. get it like early december get all of december all of january and then by then like people are either like okay i, I came i saw i experienced everything with this game that i wanted to experience mm-hmm. or they're like oh my god this game is my life i'm gonna play this for the next you know six to eight months maybe beyond that you're gonna have two types of people there and then obviously the people that bounced off it initially but they need to have that sort of window to to claim a slice uh of the of of the sphere Otherwise, you know, it, it just in an oversaturated market with all these free to play games, it's just not going to be able to stick the landing. So, yeah, they, yeah, they got to be observant of that for sure. I mean, you, you see, take a game like Immortals of Avrium that we talked mm-hmm. about last time. That they we, already uh, laying people off from the yeah. studio. Yeah. And that's like an actually like that's a good game. Like that might be the best first person shooter of the year, not counting Cyberpunk. Um, because Starfield, I would say, does other things better than its first-person shooter mechanics. Immortals of Avia might be the best first-person shooter of the year. The main competition is going to be Call of Duty, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, like, and then that game is just, like, a a commercial flop, basically. I mean, that's that's nuts. So it really, really matters, uh, the timing. But in terms of the game, like from a, I mean, we're talking about it from in terms of like its criti- its uh, commercial success, right? Uh, at, at at a higher level, as you like to say, in terms of the game itself, I have no idea what this is gonna be like. Full disclosure, um, I did get accepted into their content creator program, which right. uh, is like yeah, kind of a big big first step for me. Although That's I'm not that, really yeah. sure what that like constitutes exactly um there's apparently going to be like some exclusive switch drops so twitch.tv slash kurt the gamer come on over uh to get like some free currency or you know you could probably get like five dollars worth of like real money in game money for content creators yeah yeah. it's huge i like i I cannot like if you're that's where which will continue to be a big draw uh for a lot of a lot of people because they have the, the drops system and and youtube like like I like streaming on YouTube. It feels way more relaxed. But like right now, I know it doesn't YouTube... bring eyes. It doesn't bring the eyes to, to right. the, the game. Uh, right. as far well, as streaming, it's harder to find the live streams. It's hard. Like, you know, so it's like basically if you're already an established content creator, YouTube can end up working, which it does yeah. for me. But it's like getting established, getting started. It's like discovery. You have to go up with a VOD. You got to be like, you got to be making reviews. You got to do the like you got to yeah. do the work in order to build oh yeah i've been working working my butt off man uh it's been paid off recently your reviews and your videos are such like really good quality so guys if you're not following kirk we'll be sure uh have all the links and stuff after the the show's done so that you guys can go check them out (laughs) enough enough self promo though let's talk about talk about the game actually i'm so sorry guys but like this game uh i was gonna say full disclosure i'm in the program i don't actually know what that means uh, for me, and also, yeah. I think just in general, you were talking about like with the the second beta now. Yeah. I think that their marketing and their messaging has been like kind of off and awkward. 
I think that there might be a little bit of a cultural discrepancy there in terms of them being a South Korean studio and publisher. I know in the Xbox showcase, like very interesting thing was like they only had subtitles. I think that that sort of comes off a little bit more rigid. Like when you don't have like a lot of presentations, you'll have like the person like narrating over them. Like like the Nintendo Direct, for instance, you've got the executives for Nintendo talking in Japanese. And then you have like the narrator uh, that's much higher volume. That's like, let's look at the next what what's next from the Peach, you know, show Showtime game or whatever. And like that comes off a little more colloquial, like for other audiences and stuff. This has come off kind of like they just kind of are doing what they're doing, and like even like me being in the creator program, I'm like, okay, so like wh- what exactly is going on with this game? I'm not really sure. Like yeah. it looks like it is gonna be sort of like a. It could it could be anywhere from like Anthem and like Fantasy Star Online to like more like a Warframe or like even more like an Outriders. Like I'm not really yeah, sure. Right. So I'm excited to like dive in and you guys all can as well uh tomorrow. Third, you definitely don't person, have to watch me on yeah, Twitch. Third person shooter. Dive in and play it. Right. Yeah, third I don't know if it's gonna be like just looter shooter or if it's gonna be like hardcore like mmo on console type game like i don't know so there's a range of potentials here for this game and and the people who have played it say it's actually quite good yeah i like that was all the praise last year like last year was like okay they've nailed this this and that's actually you brought up anthem like anthem nailed two things and then it was the rest of everything was just like garbage and so like if (laughs) descendant can deliver on like, cause you gotta have a good, fun gameplay loop. That's one thing. Bungie, no matter no matter how frustrated everybody will get at Destiny, like the gameplay loop. When you step in and shoot that gun, all of a sudden you're re-addicted very oh, easily. Yeah. It's like this feels good to play. So first, send it can knock that, and then also not have a lot of problems. But again, you you brought up South Korea. You brought up a lot of things that are like guys wait it's wait for reviews like it, you know there's not gonna you, know, you can get tested out you can test well don't test, yeah don't you know? dive in tomorrow yeah. just play it i mean that's well, that's the, the good thing about it would be that, for, that that cheddar well but there's <laughs> but there is none that's the thing with yeah. this one there's no buy-in which is really nice right because right. like with with anthem you got to drop your 60 bucks right. with the division be 70, which yeah. arguably was pretty good you gotta drop your 60 bucks like you know like so and another kind of cool thing is like we haven't had one of these in a while yeah you know like like we had too many of them and they were all like bad like yeah. avengers um i oh, i dude. actually really oh. like avengers speaking like speaking of avengers is super story, duper you know yeah, yeah, yeah avengers is super duper on sale right now and it gets delisted on the 30th so you it's might want to pick that up for for pennies Ugh. um because you do get to be iron man and stuff so like that's kind of cool but yeah. yeah they should have never made that game like a destiny like or whatever but a- every game had to be a destiny like for like a, a window of like three years right and then everybody yeah. was sort of like okay we give up because like right. nobody can actually do this well Anthem, i think anthem was like the last straw where people were like oh like bioware can like take it and at bad at this and completely strike out never mind we don't want to try to do this yeah um so we haven't had one of these for a while now like i would say probably like a year and a half to two years so while. like it in comes while. a new challenger you know <laughs> like let's see <laughs> let's see if they uh if it's worth its salt at all yeah. or if it just completely flops i think it's more likely that it it it's either like in the outriders or warframe territory which i'm not comparing those two things those are completely two different types of games but they're just a little bit smaller in scale of like what each one of those is like trying to do like out outriders is like a smaller borderlands yeah and warframe and is like a smaller destiny and outline uh, outlanders uh, outriders is uh, also <coughs> more it's more like 
like it's not trying to be this online games as a service that's what they've kind of hit it at and I well they like, said I that but then they had like dlc and like well they had an expansion and it's like i was like are we gonna see like a yearly expansion and like at the end of the day from just a networking i kind of wish it was like man i wish we had more like drop in drop out multiplayer i wish like i wish that it were like oh, what would this look like if they decided to go with that like shared world shooter you know always online approach and i was like i wonder if this is just kind of like establishing a, an ip before they decide to take that next logical step because from a third person shooter perspective i'd love it if gears of war decided to go that route now we yeah. have gears five and you know rumored gear six coming out at some point and it's like give me a reason like i can be in this world because i really have always enjoyed the gear series uh and the and you know especially when you're like oh when you play a third person shooter like that does I think feel really like solid to this day, but yeah, but yeah. the risk there is like, does that, if, if gears does it, does that end up feeling like, you know, the next monster Hunter world, but it's gears and it's awesome. Or does it end up feeling right. like, you know, uh, something, uh, fallout 76 where it's just know? not like, living up. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, Oh God, why did you make this type of game? This is terrible. Right. Um, yeah. And then it's like, Oh, we'll fix it. And then two years later, they come out with 2.0, which I think is a perfect way for us to uh, you know, kind of tease what we're going to be talking about on today's show. Uh, we're going to be talking about Cyberpunk uh, 2.0, but also as it relates to Starfield, because I want to talk is, about so much Starfield, yeah, man. We're going to be talking about Starfield here. Uh, you know, so that's going to be overall the idea for the show. I see a lot of people coming in. Thank you guys so much for being here. We are live on YouTube, Twitch, and on Twitter. So you guys, and I saw some, uh, I saw uh, Alex, aka Mystera. Uh, jump over here from uh, Twitter. So that's great. That 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 the reason why we go live on uh, on that so that people can say, hey, maybe I'll come watch the show uh, on, on you know a different platform because you can't chat with us live on Twitter, but we can highlight some things like this uh, over here on the live show. But now let's. Uh, so overall, like you guys know, for this podcast, we're gonna be talking about <coughs> Cyberpunk, Starfield. Uh, but you've also been playing Lies of P, and I think that's a really good thing to talk about before we get into the core of today's podcast. So. What is your overall impressions? How much time have you put in this game? And is it something that I should set down the games that I'm playing to pick up right away? Or is this something I can wait on? Well, the the question is, is are you how much of a From Software fan are you? I really like, have. I've only started getting into From Software games with uh, Elden Ring. And I still haven't actually okay. finished Elden Ring, but I was really impressed uh, by it. It kind of made me feel like, man, I remember this as they felt like I was a kid again Mega Man, lots of difficulty, kind of learning by failing kind of mindset. And then as you yeah. start to learn systems and more, you're like, oh, okay, I'm starting to like it. it I feel like you build a natural skill when playing other <laughs> things. So I, 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 with that, I was like, I need to be checking out more from software games. But Elden Ring was my first from software game that I've ever played. And there's probably a lot of people that are just like you in that regard because yeah. it got such a huge marketing push and it had so much commercial success. Um, I think that for someone like you, I would recommend going and checking out uh, Bloodborne, which you see behind mm -hmm. me, going and checking yeah. out Dark Souls 3, figuring out, because Eldering is like its own type of deal. Like they made a game rather successfully mm -hmm. uh, that would appeal to a lot of people. And someone like yourself that likes a Final Fantasy 14, that likes broad, open expanses, that likes sort of um delving into the idea of a, of a vast open universe that you can explore uh their their previous games are not like that mm -hmm. they're not like that at all they're very much like metroidvanias um if you played like the star wars jedi games uh those games borrow a lot from from software games and it's very much like you know 
three steps forward, uh, one and a half steps back type progression. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely an, an acquired taste. Uh, Sekiro won uh, Game of the Year at Jeff Keighley's Game Awards the year that, mm-hmm. that game came out. So these games have, as I'm sure you well know, like a rabid, uh, uh, vehemently uh, supportive fan base. The people that love these games love them so yeah. much. Sort of like, you know, uh, people that love Final Fantasy. It's similar to that. Yeah. Uh, but it goes it goes to the developer more than the franchises itself. Like it's from software more than it is Final Fantasy in a way that like Square doesn't really have because Square, you know, there's so much disparity in terms of the the, the, the offerings that Square yeah. has, right? Like from <laughs> software is and and Armor Core is is sort of the the recent departure from that where people are like eh, if you like souls games if you like elden ring like mm, you might not like armor core like armor core is an armor core game and that's a specific thing and you know you might want to do your research but otherwise it's like that they have delivered a certain specific type of product over the last you know almost 10 years now that it's like you're getting this particular type of game and it's going to be the attention to detail is going to be top tier and it's going to be awesome mm-hmm. and elden ring is that made to have massive appeal and that made to uh you know compete with the likes of the witcher and skyrim and gosh i don't even know um but to 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 appeal to the the average gamer that's like oh i like the idea of just like i can look in the distance and be like i want to go there that looks awesome on the horizon you know that sort of thing um the traditional from software game is very much down to the gameplay mechanics and the 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 viscerally uh just chef kiss type of combat mechanics uh and 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 so for someone like you i'd recommend like go check out a bloodborne mm-hmm. because if if you do and if you fall in love with bloodborne for what it is it's going to feel reductive after elden ring but you may be like oh this is a very bespoke type of offering compared to Elden Ring. Elden Ring is just like, here's the kitchen sink. Here's all, just all of it. Just yeah. do everything. What, you know, and this is very much like we're telling you a story. Like it's set in a very particular period, like this Victorian era. It's Lovecraftian horror. There's, there's, it's oozing an atmosphere. It's, it's very tight. It's very tight and narrow in terms of its vision in a way that just, it, you know, hits you upside the head with just like how strong, and evocative and and the the level of attentiveness that was put into creating like this almost art mm-hmm. and what the studio round eight has been able to do like i literally feel like i'm playing bloodborne too like i i i would have to remind myself that like oh this game is not the sequel to bloodborne like oh this game is not made by from okay. software all right i mean like down to the font down to the cutscene direction. I'm not kidding. Like the this is like the exemplified of you know imitation is the sincerest form of flattery to the you know eleventh degree. Uh, you know it, it, <laughs> there 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 might would be like a, a a lawsuit potential here if if <laughs> if the game like wasn't so good. I mean this is like if if people because I know not a lot of people have jumped in on this because I I bought the three days early edition or whatever the deluxe edition if people are like avid fans of bloodborne like this is this is it baby yeah. like this is awesome this if they you just want added it up, at the game pass right 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 yes um if it that will be available i think it might be available today it's either today or tomorrow might mm-hmm. be available today actually so so go check that out but if you are a fan of bloodborne 
uh this and you wanted like a ps5 version or you're like oh when's bloodborne 2 coming out i mean this game is like there are very few things that i could find wrong with it in terms of ah oh, this doesn't feel like bloodborne oh this doesn't feel like you know the you know the 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 thing it's imitating it's like no man like they are killing it they are nailing this thing i know i'm like not getting into to specifics and it's like hard for me to but everything down yeah. to the way it feels like when you when you make contact with like enemies with your weapon like the the slash that everything from the sound design to the the movement animations of your character uh the the sound of footsteps as you're walking the running animations i mean everything is like meticulously crafted to evoke sort of a bloodborne or dark souls type of feeling i mean mm -hmm. this is like i mean this is obsessive almost on the part of this studio in terms of yeah i think it's 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 hard to like fault them yeah like the degree to which they i mean this would be like if somebody like uh meticulously re recreated like a michelangelo or something you know it's like there's a there's a level of artistry to that in being able to recreate something so beautiful um you know down to the finite details it's hard to say oh well they just ripped it off it's like no they understood so comprehensively what makes the source material great and and what they're trying to emulate and why like they, they there's clearly an appreciation for that medium embedded in this that is you know it's it's not like oh we wanted to make our own version of this so we could make a bunch of money you yeah. know so we just decided to make our own bloodborne it's like you can clearly see like we love bloodborne we love from software and we wanted to create our own version of that and here it is we hope that you enjoy it as much as you enjoyed you know that game and the previous from software games and everything i've seen from like review outlets from game informer to ign to kind of funny everybody's like dude this game slaps man this game is like <laughs> this game is like top five of the year i mean and this is like after Baldur's gate 3 came right. out this is and, and people are like dude I did not think like they're like this is this is basically a from software game like I didn't think that this was going to occupy my head my headspace in terms of like what games I was thinking about at the end of the year of like who who brought their blank you know who brought it home baby and like this game is like it's up there it's just like no man you can't ignore me I I came to play get out you know get out of the way Baldur's Gate 3 I understand you're the the Titan juggernaut at this point get out of the way starfield like i'm gonna be in that conversation i would be shocked i mean i would be a, a mouth on the floor if this doesn't get a game of the year nomination at all yeah, i would be like dude you've done them dirty here's competition but this game i mean i i i blew uh 70 on this game to get you know the super deluxe whatever all the cosmetics whatever and, and to play it on playstation i wanted to feel i wanted it to feel like bloodborne yeah you know i have game pass i was like i want to get in this early i want it to feel like bloodborne and like even still i could have played it on game pass mm. and i'm like i think i got my money's worth man <laughs> like it's this game's so much fun and this is after like i was like addicted to starfield like i didn't want to stop playing starfield and i was like oh man liza p is coming out i was like dude i was like maybe i'll just skip it and get it for black friday or whatever and keep playing starfield i was like no dude i like started to see what people are saying about it. they were like this literally feels like bloodborne like this feels so good uh specifically everybody has said and and i've experienced this as well i've only beaten like five of the main bosses i think 
Yeah. So probably only like a third of the game. But the bosses is like where these type of emulation, um, not emulation, imitation games uh, of the of from software like Dark Souls and Bloodborne games where they, they live or die. And a lot of them, it's like, mm, you guys tried, you know, with the <laughs> boss design because it's, it's a little bit yeah. wonky. Like from software is known for having just fantastically difficult bosses that at the end of the day, if you put enough time and effort into it, you can just destroy eviscerate you can you can parry every move that they do or whatever you know as difficult as they are because you can get in that rhythm and in that timing and understand what their patterns are what their tells are mm -hmm. and they have nailed that like yeah. these bosses are so difficult but so satisfying when you get them down and the the design of them like from an uh, art direction standpoint fantastic the design of the whole game from an art direction standpoint is fantastic it's like early 1800s i would think like france um with like a world's fair or like maybe like a bioshock a dash of bioshock infinite type mm -hmm. of feel to it like a little bit of like order 1886 nikola tesla type of vibe like it's going into that a little bit more than like the the dracula transylvania lovecraftian like bloodborne thing so it's like it's just enough doing its own thing that it feels refreshing um, and it's also like chronologically uh, in a time period that's set after Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. So it, yeah. it just feels like it's just like we're back. It's been like 50 years in terms of like, you know, uh, you know, civilization, like on Earth time, you know, even if this world isn't actually real or whatever, it it, it feels like, um, you know, they're paying a lot of homage and, and being authentic to Carlo Collati's novel, um, which I haven't actually read the original Pinocchio, but I have read like the Nutcracker and like compared to like the ballet, like the Nutcracker is like really dark. Apparently, that's like the way that that this book is compared to like the Disney version of Pinocchio. Like it's actually like really dark. So yeah. they've drawn on that. Like they're just they're they're chewing scenery, man, with like Geppetto. You know, talking about like how you know you're precious to him, but he's got to send you out and do these you know dangerous things to like save humanity or whatever but he's like always be a good boy and never lie but you have to lie or else like you can't progress in the game sometimes it's so good man <laughs> oh man i've been enjoying i know we got to move on but yes they knocked it out of the park um they absolutely have nailed what they're going for here and and the games that they're trying to imitate and it yeah. also manages to feel like something fresh and new this game will be in the conversation for one of the best games of the year, or I I will you know have to eat my socks or something. Um, <laughs> you never yeah. know, man. That'd be wild to see because it's that uh, <laughs> that's uh, that I'll put that uh, I'll put that on kind of the radar right now. Like for me, my uh, my game of the year right now so far is Starfield, and I'm saying that I'm holding out reservations for uh, Super Mario Wonder because I, I'm just a huge Mario Wonder fan. But let's let's talk about Starfield because. Uh, that is uh, this interesting conversation that I feel is going to be going on for a long time. I think what Starfield rocks, dude, I Starfield love it. It's awesome. It is so good. Oh my and, God. And we're going to bring up uh, Cyberpunk 2077 because it's also very interesting where I feel like this has been the most polished Bethesda game launch that I've ever had the experience of enjoying, but I've run into some bugs, but all the bugs that I ever get in Starfield just make me laugh. They're they're not they my my saves don't get deleted like I'm not yeah. losing progress it's just like okay well some random person decided to walk up and just stand in the frame staring awkwardly while I'm having like a serious conversation with somebody and I'm just like all right that's that's 
I got I just appreciate it. So I've been I've been enjoying it immensely. Now I have not finished it. I haven't new game plus it yet. One of the things that anybody who's been following my content for any period of time will know life finds a way to really keep me busy from time to time. But I love that they added Starfield finally into GeForce now. I've been streaming it for you know on my G on my G Cloud uh Logitech G uh cloud handheld which is like it's such a game changer and saver for me because i can sit down you know at the end of the day i don't have to like go into the office <laughs> oh and have kids just jump in and interrupt what do you think about starfield <laughs> um man i have been enjoying the absolute heck out of it uh this game is just i, I it for the people that want to go back to a bethesda world uh this game probably reminds me the most of like elder scrolls oblivion for the people that love that type of experience uh and want to go back to something like that i don't think that this is necessarily scratching as much of the the space itch that they may have marketed it as like no man's sky is still going to do what no man's sky does and I don't think that Starfield is as much as people might have expected sort of trampling on that territory. But yeah. for people that want to have that sort of uh, narrative Bethesda RPG experience, this is just hitting all those buttons. It yeah. absolutely is. It is just a, a, a wacky time. Like, for instance, you know, I landed in New Atlantis and I met Constellation and I was like, these guys look like a bunch of losers. <laughs> like, I don't, like, you know, like, I don't I give a dang about these guys, like, whatever, you know, like the nerds and the rich guy and like, whatever. And, and, uh, something about, is it it's Sarah Morgan, right? Something about her. I was like, she just comes off like rigid. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk outside and just the first thing that happens, I'm just going to do it, which is just like. I was like, is this game going to do the Oblivion thing? Because I, I want it to. I really do. And sure enough, man, I run into this guy. And he's like, yeah, man, there's this tree. And it's putting out some weird readings, man. And uh, it's going to be, like, bad for the whole city. I've got, like, this scientific theory. His name is, like, Dr. Kelton Frush. And, like, sure enough, I go on this wild goose chase to get, like, this other tree branch that's, like, light years away over in Aquila City. And then I have to like stop a bank robbery when I get yeah. there. Yeah. And then, you know, and then that's, you know, that that's a detour. And then I, you know, end up using my, cause I spec'd entirely. I, I, I was like, I'm going to play this game like the forgotten city or like, uh, the council or like other games where it's very much about like how you interact with characters in the game and in your conversational skills, your diplomacy, and your persuasion and your powers of of deduction and and etc i was like that's how i'm gonna play this game because i sort of predicted and and this is sort of super subjective in terms of like how it actually turned out but i predicted that this game in terms of the the space exploration was not necessarily going to be everything that like they sort of marketed it to be yeah. so i was like you know what i'm not even going to worry about that i'm going to go in ex expecting to experience like a narrative bethesda adventure that is about mm -hmm. meeting various people and and talking my way out of situations and very like again I, I i think this game is more similar to oblivion it's yeah. it's it feels like very fetch questy very like 
hmm, yes, I need to uh, talk to the chancellor and convince him to, you know, whatever, you know, like yeah. whatever. Or, you know, I, uh, I've now gotten on the bad side of the Dark Brotherhood, but maybe I can, you know, uh, back channel with so-and-so. You know, it's, it's very, like, it's almost like Game of Thronesy kind of. I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, like, I just, like, walk in the museum that has, like, this stick, you know, that I need. And I'm like, hey, I need your stick. And she's like, why would I give you the stick? It's like uh, a prized possession of this museum. And I'm the curator of this museum. I would never give you this stick. And I'm like, oh, really? I was like, let's start the persuasion mini game. You really want to <laughs> give me this stick? <laughs> like, really? I'll bring it. I'll bring it. By, I'll bring it right back. Like, it's not. And uh, there's lives at stake. And she's like, oh, man. Well, if it's that serious, <laughs> you yeah. know, so right, I right got a person who just walked in. Yeah. <laughs> so I go take the stick back. And like, I, I finished that quest. And he's like, you've you've done the city of service. I was, I was like, dude, this is absolutely just the wacky, dumb stuff that i was looking for out of this game and then immediately after that i i uh like applied for a job at a kiosk for ryujin industries which is in neon which is like we're gonna get into it but it's like the cyberpunk yeah type of style city um and holy crap uh just full disclosure i have not played a a minute of cyberpunk yet You're i have be been waiting I have been waiting yeah. because, yeah, I was expecting exactly something like this where I was going to get to experience a game that is a 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10 quality. I didn't want to taint my experience with, you know, the, the at-launch woes that people said they were experiencing. This game is on next-gen, and it's going to have the complete systems overhaul. I'm so excited. Yeah. But uh, a lot September of people 21st, said... For anybody who's just wondering what that day is, that's coming up for a free 2.0 update for Cyberpunk. That is dropping here in just a couple of days ahead of the Phantom Liberty. I think it's the 27th. So the, Phantom, it the Phantom Liberty is the 27th. The uh, 2.0 update, I, I believe, is 21st. But uh, okay. while, uh, while you weigh in on it, I'm going to double check that I'm giving out good information. Okay. I'm not sure. I thought it was the 27th and the 29th, but I could be wrong. Um, probably am wrong. But um, a lot of people complained that like they, they marketed a lot with like the intros. 21st, the 21st. Uh, okay. They yeah. marketed a lot like with the the intro backstories or whatever like you could choose like that you were like a Mad Max origin or <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the other ones were. There's like a Mad Max one. There was like a street rat or something, I think. And then there was like the corporate uh, like executive or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And like that like lasts like all of a day. And it's like, oh, you got fired or whatever. You got extorted. Mm -hmm. Now the adventure starts over. And people are like, no, like I wanted to like experience this world of like corporate you know backroom dealings and sabotage and stuff this game starfield holy crap this yeah. game delivers on that like i saw somebody uh commented on 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 uh, twitter they were like i feel like like the entirety of this quest line is just v's backstory from before cyber cyberpunk starts if you choose yeah. that sort of backstory intro uh because whole man I am an absolute, I am an operative in this game for this, you know, arms dealer tech company. <laughs> I am, see, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a space cowboy ranger cop. <laughs> see, and like you can do <laughs> such different things. I am like the enforcer, baby. Like they send me in. I'm like, I'm like, you know, 
threatening them like, oh, well, you know, if you really want to go through with this deal with our competitor, uh, you know, we can't really ensure your family's safety or, you know, or like whatever. Or, you know, I'm like, you know, uh, hacking into their uh, their their server mainframe or whatever to like sabotage their uh, their, you know, their R&D project so that they can't get their their launch of their tech out in time to compete with us. I mean, it's it's crazy, dude. It's absolutely crazy. Like I, I've gone from like low level entry level higher uh that's like doing literal coffee runs to like now i'm like second only to the ceo because i backstabbed the former ceo um <laughs> i i another another thing about this game is like in like oblivion and skyrim like when you when you make like a decision especially when you like get violent i guess and uh let's say uh take out a, a particular character it'll just come up with like the quest log and it'll be like so and so is now dead I will have to like pursue the leads on the whatever uh, on my own or, you know, like whatever, you know, like it doesn't, it's just kind of like, okay, skipping to the next part of the quest line with this one. Um, I figured out like homegirl that hired me, um, she was going to get absolutely framed and backstabbed by this person that was vying for, uh, they wanted to basically do a coup and take over the CEO's position of the company and run the company, but they needed a pawn to do that. And so like yeah. homegirl best friend that was like my handler, she was gonna make her take the fall for that. And so I was like, nah. -uh. And so like I, I went and found Homegirl who was on the run, and she had like evidence of you know the fact that she was being framed. So I get the evidence in hand and I go confront the other person. I was like, yo, I got the evidence. You need to like, you know, turn yourself into the company and like, you know, resign. Uh, because like I'm it's not going down like that. Like, I'm not letting you frame Homegirl. And uh, you know, she was like, Yeah, fat chance. Like, you know, who are they gonna believe? Like you or me, like and I was like, okay, well, in that case, I'm just going to axe murder you in your office. <laughs> so God, literally, cool. like, one of the Dark options side. was, I usually just, you know, persuade or whatever, but one of the options was, like, attack. Attack. And I was like, you know, because I figured out that, like, her outfit is, like, really, really good for, like, the manipulation skill. Uh, so I was like, you know what? Let's uh, let's throw down in your office right now because she, like, stealed the, do the doors. I was like, you know, I, like, walked in and accused her. I was like, hey, I know that, like, you're absolutely, like, sabotaging the entire company to try and take over. He's like, all right, let me do the pressure-sealed locks on my office door while we have this conversation. I was like, well, if you're going to do that, I might as well axe murder you. And so I just, <laughs> br like, I brutally murder her in her office. And, like, I walk out and, like, expecting, like, sort of that, like, old Bethesda thing of, like, you know, it being like, oh, we'll just skip you ahead to this part in the quest now that this character, like... There is an avenue for you to take the violent path. We're going to skip you ahead to that character not being involved anymore. No. Her secretary, like, came running. She's like, what have you done? Like, you know, like, the head of security yeah. was like, you better have a good explanation for that. Like, there was, like, dialogue and stuff in response to me, like, doing this, like, very rash, brutal thing. And they were like, you know, like, you, you better start explaining yourself or, like, we're literally going to, like, you know, put you down or, like, whatever, you know, you're, you're going to get fired or we're going to, like, kill you or whatever. I didn't <laughs> know what the consequences were going to be. Yeah. Worst, or, like, you know, the, the uh, worst outcome is you got fired. I lost my job today. What'd yeah. You I killed my boss. <laughs> and I was like, here's, here's, you know, here's the drive with all the evidence that, like, they were literally, uh you know, destroying the entire company. And they were like, hmm. They're like, all right, we're going to have to verify this or, like, whatever. But, like, there was this whole, like, 10-minute response to me choosing to brutally axe murder this person in their office. And I was like, that is so cool that the game like reacts in that way. You know, it didn't, it didn't feel like stilted and sort of rigid in terms of like, mm -hmm. huh, what, what, you know, that person's gone now. I don't like you anymore or like whatever. No, it was like very much like, 
you're like you just murdered her like what's going on you know like and so i think that the game has like evolved mm. in terms of like you know this this very much like choose your own adventure rpg to actually bear out consequences of what you're doing sure are you gonna base you know eventually get back to that golden path you know the same sort of outcomes are, are gonna uh, you know result from that and does the quest line lead to a to a certain ultimate decision between like certain outcomes of like this or that type of deal or maybe there's like a third branch yes um but like the the amount of time that you can sort of spend in that nuance and that variance based on you making certain decisions you can go on sort of a whole type of foray uh where you axe murder one of your uh you know corporate rivals in their office and uh and that like sort of brings you down a whole dialogue tree and stuff and like that's so super cool man yeah like i love that so uh i i'm absolutely loving this game for for that aspect for the the dialogue and the character interactions i haven't played baldur's gate 3 people are saying that baldur's, baldur's gate 3 like great. puts this game to shame you know but like whatever okay like that's like that's the like combat. the worst that's why, why starfield beats it for me <coughs> is uh baldur's gate for me is because i like the combat i like the shooting aspect of it but i also like turn-based combat boulder now do i i think baldur's gate 3 will take a uh, game of the year or at least if nothing else it, it should uh but my personal one is still like starfield because like like you said like it's just this been such a fun experience and going off and and also when talk same thing with boulders gate theory though like when talking with other people it's like oh you didn't get the dog or you didn't get the owlbear like it's like oh interesting i have that i did this and i went this way and i ran into that and i found a, i found this boss you know spider that ended up giving me this cool piece of gear but then uh you know my my wizard decided he wanted to eat that because he eats gear and i'm like all right i don't know why that, that is you know it's just like it is this it is a very impressive thing and i and especially for the crpg i'd love to see that take the uh the top spot over zelda over you know i haven't played liza p but it's that you know that that's where that Li liza p in. is not gonna win i, I just it, it i think it getting nominated is a win in and of itself just just um, that i think it, sh I think like, it yeah. should be nominated yeah i mean stray was nominated last year if liza p doesn't get a nomination i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> the, this game uh, is awesome but yeah but yeah I, i'm I gonna be it, in like, your dms well, yeah. man you gotta tell me um when when you end up getting hired by Ryujin Industries and you got to tell me what happens with your whole uh okay. your your corporate story yeah I don't know man it's going to happen on like this playthrough but I know like as I like not just that with the mod support like uh you know Masero was talking about like how wishing that this game would come to you know PlayStation so that that she could play it and I I would love to see Starfield come to more places uh and especially it's on cloud it, it is it's on but cloud Sony turned off that ability they it used to work they 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 cut well, yeah, but you play it on your phone. Yeah, you play it on your phone. Um, if you little known fact, actually, um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, man, I have, you know, an old Xbox one sucks that I can't play Starfield. You actually can. You can play it with Game Pass over the cloud on your Xbox one console. Um, it's going to depend on your Internet. But let's say for some reason, like you had fiber, um, which mm -hmm. not a lot of people do. But let's say that you had fiber. Let's say that you have really, really good Internet. It's basically like you're just playing Starfield on the Xbox Series X, but on your Xbox One, which is crazy. Yeah. So depending on your internet speed, you can absolutely play Starfield on the Xbox One. Not a lot of people know that, but a very cool uh, you know, uh, option there uh, for people that do not have the next-gen consoles. Yeah, and if uh, PlayStation would open it up, like I would, <clears> you know, even if we don't talk about like horse trading video games, but just the ability to like open up the PlayStation five cloud, which is that, that Sony's going to be testing that out really soon. And I'm really all for that. I'm really excited about 
just having more accessibility into uh, my games just makes it easy. Because like like I said, I that Starfield's on GeForce Now, Cyberpunk's on GeForce Now. Like it makes it so that I don't have to like make time to go sit at my gaming PC to have that level of an experience because I can mm-hmm. play it on the handheld or I can stream it to I can stream it to Xbox which is great because it's like oh yeah uh cloud runs it like uh <laughs> runs great it runs fantastic um but what will be really interesting to see is like because you have this uh, and you've been waiting to step into cyberpunk and we said the 2.0 update neon is you know i've seen people make that connection with uh with starfield and neon but when you step <coughs> into cyberpunk one of the things you will feel uh pretty pretty like heavily when it versus something like starfield is is traveling and getting around obviously uh, cyberpunk's focusing it on night city and the surrounding area uh starfield is a galaxy of planets and etc so there's like you know there's a clear contrast between the two but when you go and you're not hitting loading screen or going through a door and it's loading you into things like yeah. it's easy that you can get really immersed really quickly into cyberpunk 2077 and the question then is since you you know you obviously have it ready to rock and roll behind you uh for the podcast but uh when you step into this game uh you know like do you feel that it's been the right like do you do you feel like you might regret not having played it when it was broken and when there were issues to have that as just a, a contrast or are you gonna be happy not at all what <laughs> i mean even do you hear yourself like you're not making well, that sound like, appealing I, at all i love that stuff like i like being like i remember when it was this you know and and that's just because no. again look at my gaming history with final fantasy 1.0 14 1.0 and like yeah like i remember when things were just the worst and it's to have that easily clearer picture well of like i think there's a difference between so like look at something like maybe dead by daylight okay yeah um you know there are a juggernaut now in terms of the horror games genre with the licenses that they've been able to acquire i mean they literally just got alien and Ellen Ripley, like, come on, Nick Cage. I mean, this game is like doing doing gangbusters in terms of what it's able to bring into the video game fold in terms of the horror genre and outside the horror genre with, with Nicolas Cage. Um, and they're, they're just going to keep expanding, keep killing it. But, like, that game very much started off with, like, four, you know, generic, uh, you know, uh, what's the word, unlicensed characters uh you know two or three unlicensed just you know devs made them killers mm-hmm. yeah one that was basically like a jason ripoff um you know that's how that game started and it was fun like it was fun for what it was um it certainly had its own problems but in terms of what they said they were going to set out to do and what the the product that they delivered actually was like it was a double a middling success like people yeah. enjoyed it and it's sort of grown into this sort of like uh metric you know ton of 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 commercial uh and and even critical success at this point ign re-reviewed the game in 2021 i think and gave it like an eight or a nine yeah uh so you know and just the fact that ign would feel the need to re-review it you know tells you everything that you need to know basically so something like that i think that there is like a level of nostalgia and a level of appreciation there of like i was there on the ground floor yeah. Like I was there for when this was smaller, but again, it's it's just a success story all the way through. Of yeah. here's a smaller developer, they made a game. It was small. It did what it was meant to do in the first place, and then it grew into this whole other thing entirely. Mm. Uh, that is a very uh, wholesome experience for people that were like, I was there in year one. Uh, for something like Cyberpunk, they said it was gonna be what it was gonna be, yeah. and it wasn't. And it wasn't. And yeah. And the same thing for like No Man's Sky. It's like 
Mm. It's it's not enjoyable to be there in the beginning when the thing like if you're there for Among Us or if you're there for Fall Guys or if you're there for I'm struggling for like a better example. But if you're there for like a smaller thing and then that ends up blowing up into this mm. whole thing entirely, you know. Um maybe maybe like Rainbow Six Siege, I guess. But if yes, you're, if you're there, continue to put in work. Yeah, yeah, if you're there for something that ends up, you know, taking on a whole, a whole, it becomes a whole new animal. But that was, you know, it hit its expectations in 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 the beginning and in, in the onset. I think that's a whole different experience than when something overpromises and then absolutely, you know, uh, bafflingly underdelivers or or drastically underdelivers. And I think that that's what Cyberpunk did. I mean, there were a lot of people that were viscerally upset. Mm -hmm. And it completely turned me off to playing the game. I was like, no, I'm not touching this. And I was like, and but also I was like, I trust CD Projekt Red. Yeah. I know that they know gonna... based on, you know, the, the quality project that The Witcher 3 is and their consumer friendly practices. They're consistently consumer friendly practices that they've had, you know, over the last more than a decade. Uh, I know that they're going to make this right. I know that they're going to have a quality product at some point. And it, the fact that it wasn't next gen as well, like I just right. bought a Series X. And then when I when I heard, oh, there's a Series X version coming, mm -hmm. I was like, that's all I, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. I'm going to wait for the Series X version. Series X version comes out. And then I was like, mm, do I jump in and play this? And they were like, well, we got DLC coming next year. And I was like, that's that's when. There you go. Yeah, that's when. I'm going to let this thing Are you going to let wait? this thing sit in the crock pot? Are you it's gonna, gonna play, taste so good? Are you gonna play the 2.0 update on the 21st before the uh, the expansion drops uh, for Phantom Liberty? That's in three days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be the only reason why not is that it's yeah. in three days. Um, this 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 game is just a is just a time thing. Uh, yeah. I, if if I had unlimited time, yeah, I would jump right in. I would have liked to do a like video that's like a cyberpunk review like not phantom yeah. liberty that's just like cyberpunk right. review you've already bought the game you did you got you got burned you didn't nothing. like it you were like screw it i'm gonna install well no it, well know? no from yeah. from my perspective though of like i have no prior experience nothing right. i'm just going into the game i'm because that there's not a lot of people out there i mean I've, i guess there are a lot of people like in terms of a logistical demographic standpoint right but like that would be a particular perspective of like somebody that has never played cyberpunk uh going in and being like this is what this game is this is a review of the game so i would have liked to have done that with that being in three days i don't think that's gonna happen maybe i'll okay. do like a complete 180 and just be like yeah let's do it like come let's on install let's go but yeah uh yeah i just this is <laughs> this is not a great time for yeah. and like i said i want to jump in the first descendant that that mm -hmm. that limited time beta is happening through the weekend uh, the, so uh, also like uh, if uh, Throne in Liberty is having a closed NDA beta at the same time, you know, so it's like lots of stuff going on that it, that is just like whoof. Uh. And I think with this not with this being a DLC and with the main game being like an overhaul of a game that already exists, you know, I mean, like if you were gonna, I mean, just just talking like realistically here, if you were gonna make Starfield content, there would probably be more people that would care about that, and it would be relevant for more people. More people would want to consume that, probably mm. than you know, Cyberpunk is is it two point I would almost say it's three with having had the next gen release, yeah, but yeah. with with the Cyberpunk overhaul, we can say, um, I think more people are gonna care about 
Starfield still at this point because of the the mammoth that it is. Um, yeah, we need we need forty eight hour days. Mister says for for all the good video games around us. <laughs> Tell me about it, dude. I want to get to the end of Liza P. Like yeah. I'm like I want to see like they're nailing it with the gameplay and the combat. What about the story, man? Like I I want to see if they nail this in terms of like do I walk away from this being like dude that was dope. Like I yeah. had a great story narrative experience with this as well. You know, it's the full package. Yeah, man, there's just too many good games. All right, I think I want to keep playing Starfield and. Mm -hmm. Also, the thing is, like, I've really enjoyed the cyberpunk um, aspects of Starfield yeah. so much. So Honestly, many different themes. this, like, this like, is like so many different things. To this experience. is like the year and the season of um, don't don't ruin my game. Like, like everybody has been like, oh, man, I played Baldur's Gate three. And like now it's ruining like Starfield and and other RPGs for me. And I'm like, God, like, don't put that on the back of the box. Like, that's like yeah. the worst uh marketing shtick you could possibly like like all of my friends are like man Baldur's Gate 3 ruined Star Starfield for me man or Baldur's Gate 3 ruined you know some other game for me like I just yeah. don't look at games the same way anymore and I'm like well dang I'm not gonna play it for a while then because I, I really want to enjoy these other games you know it's like talk about the worst uh hook for a game to say that it ruins all other games so uh same thing with Cyberpunk man like I don't ruin my Starfield basically like uh you know, like, I, I don't know, I, I like, I have the games that I'm enjoying now. It seems like now more than ever, it's like, with these games sort of butting up against each other, you can you can go from one to the other and be like, oh, man, now I'm looking at this other game differently. I mean, look at, like, uh, I mean, out, what's out, Outer Worlds now? You know, like, Outer Worlds, really good game. Now it's like, why would I ever play Outer Worlds, man? Like, Starfield exists. I mean, we're, we're, we're in the era of like, you know, bet, better play your games before the next game comes out or, uh, you know, it's going to be a completely different experience. Awesome. Backlog expanding. Yeah. That's where like things like Game Pass really do provide a lot of value in the, over the life of these games as well, because all of a sudden, imagine here in, you know, two years, three years. Oh, you're on Game Pass. Oh, you didn't play Starfield. You were busy with all these other games like it's still sitting there for you. You can go and. With not, all the mods yeah, and with all yeah. the mods and not having to, you know, pay extra or whatever. And, and so you can sit down and experience it. And so that's like one of the strengths. And that's why like I, with uh, them, them uh, Xbox talking about how they're, they are investing in, uh, in Redfall. Like they're going to fix that game. They're going to do these things. I hope that they, it's good to hear. They stick, they, it's good to hear. It's going to be good to hear it. Like that gets affirmed when they actually do the action because talk is cheap. You can always like, yeah, we're going to do this. But when um, it comes down to then if they if they do deliver and honestly like a cop like there was always these red flags with the uh, with the aspect of saving your like progress and if anybody joined you then like they they didn't progress or like that you know like nothing was yeah. happening and it's like but what if I want to like I just want to play with my friend and I don't want to have to see yeah. her like I'm gonna play this single player now for like just let people that feels play like together. Far Cry yeah. Four I mean that's like so far back in terms of like quality of life uh offerings you know uh, in terms of uh, like actual real life years yeah uh, in terms of like how games were being developed I mean that puts us all the way back to like 2014 2015 so yeah that's that's not ideal I I think. I do want to say there's there's two aspects to the Redfall thing. Mm -hmm. One is like the game and the gameplay and the experience that gamers are going to have, players are going to have when they when they you know log on to it when they play it, and that like you said is like a very much like hold hold your applause, you know, wait and see. There's no reason to give them any type of uh, 
commendations yet. Right. They haven't done anything. Um, th- that th- totally agree with that. But there's the other aspect of, you know, we, we alluded to it at the top of the show. You look at EA with Immortals, mm-hmm. vastly uh, across the board, critically successful in terms of, you know, wh- where that game was being anticipated and, and placed in terms of like, this looks like a, you know, double A, you know, sort of carbon copy meathead shooter or whatever. And it's like, oh, shoot, like this has got like some pretty good like fantasy you know, RPG exploration and, and looting elements. Like, this is this is really cool. Like, you can make builds. Like, you know, like, people were pleasantly surprised by the game. It got a 8 from IGN, which I think, you know, nobody was really expecting that. So, like, and it did well. I think on the Open Critic, it's, like, pretty high now. It's in, in the mid to high 80s. So, you know, EA laid off people. Like, that was their livelihood that were working mm-hmm. on that game. Yeah. You know, and that's a vastly better experience than Redfall is to play right now. I mean, like, it's not even close, dude. Like, again, I'm talking about uh, Immortals might be the best first-person shooter of the entire year when we're all said and done to come out this year. In a, in a year that has been sparse for first-person shooters, to be mm-hmm. fair, but it's just even the fact that it's in that conversation and that they're laying off employees, Redfall is, like, one of the worst first-person shooters of the year. <laughs> and Xbox is, like, no, we're doubling down on this. Yes, yeah. it's going to cost time and resources that we could allocate elsewhere. We believe that it's worth it. I just think from in terms of like, you know, we live in a capitalist society where not every company is willing to, A, put a lot of effort that they aren't going to be able to uh, monetize and make lucrative into providing a better experience for consumers and for players in mm-hmm. this instance. Um, not a lot of companies don't want to do that. And B... Uh, you know, in terms of like their employees and the people whose whose you know livelihood is brought about by them working for the company, investing in those people and saying we believe in you guys, we believe that you can put the work in and and deliver on a better, more quality product here. Uh, go get at it. You know, we're gonna invest in you and and allow you to continue doing that work, uh, rather than just try to cut corners and 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 over monetize here by you know eliminating some salaries that we have to pay. Mm-hmm. I just want to applaud Xbox as you know having the type of culture and ecosystem to be the type of company that doubles down on a Redfall rather than just you know closing Definitely, up shop and sending yeah. everybody home. Because well, Redfall is going to live on Game Pass, and so it's like because it's going to live there. Like imagine in a, in a year's time or two years time or you know five years time, it's like yeah that game like that's one of the things with, with Netflix. I wish that we would see them actually finish series like a part of the package is like yeah it wasn't as a big of a hit as they maybe they wanted but let them finish out the story because that lives on your service for forever as opposed to like you end up having or at least now a reputation of all these unfinished series that are just sitting out there and if somebody started watching them there's no real satisfaction in in that conclusion and so that's where uh yeah i, I applaud them for uh taking uh taking that approach uh, as we uh, end, you know, get ready to wrap the show, uh, Kirk, where can people find you? And you got any final thoughts? Um, yeah, they can find me on uh, on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Kirk the Gamer. Been streaming a lot of Marvel Snap, but we we're going to pivot over to that first Descendant we were talking about at the top of the show. Check that out. See if that is, uh, you know, uh, deserves to be up there with the the destinies of the world with the MMO lights of the world. If the gunplay is good, yeah. if the progression loop is good, 
they're doing like uh sort of uh a, a new thing in terms of those type of MMO like games in that they're sort of uh injecting the like Apex Legends type of character hero almost like Genshin Impact maybe yeah. of like there's this character that has this quippy personality trait and like ability and like whatever so it's interesting to see that in like a Destiny Anthem style game yeah so I see what the long term is because like you know hero shooter versus like this is my character kind of aspect but you can still build out that yeah hero in a certain way. I I want to I want to see what that's about so if you guys yeah. want to see what that's about as well twitch.tv slash Kirk the Gamer gonna have twitch drops enabled to get you some some currency in that game and some exclusive shaders and stuff and then also what's new video games on youtube got some reviews up right now for the crew motorfest and eternites a new jrpg that's where to find me guys and uh you know obviously i'm still gonna be here on work to game uh if brian doesn't get sick of me so i'm oh, man you're <laughs> such a, it's so much fun always gonna hang out with you and talk to you and uh, so this has been uh, excellent. Guys, if you uh, need, uh, his links are in the description of uh, this video, this VOD, this podcast. Uh, and you can also, uh, you know, listen to wherever podcasts are found. So I encourage you guys to do that. You can always search Epic Loot Radio uh, for those links. But with that, we're going to wrap up today's show. We'll be back here in two weeks ready for a whole brand new uh you know i don't even know what we're going to be talking about in two weeks in two to be weeks, honest that's two wild weeks is a lot of stuff we'll yeah cyberpunk cyberpunk we'll first descended first descended yeah. depression so we could we spider-man's going to be coming up at that point yeah. Oh, yeah oh yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be good so stick around guys hit the subscribe button and like button on your way out and we will see you next time Radio.